0: Welcome back to the Big Tent Ideas Podcast, the series that accompanies the Big Tent Ideas Festival. In today's episode, KPMG partner Mark Essex presents the first in a short series where he reimagines how we might approach some of politics's biggest topics. The coming weeks will see him consider prisons and welfare, but today he has ideas on how we can rethink healthcare in his sights. Before he starts, here's our usual set of quick reminders. Tweet us at Big Tent Ideas if you have a podcast you'd like to record or with any thoughts on our series or our festival. Rate us if you get a second so that people can find us more easily and keep your eye on our website at bigtent.org.uk where in due course we will publish further details about this year's Big Tent which will take place on the 15th of June at Mudshoot Farm on the Isle of Dogs. For now here's Mark Essex.
1: The future is already here. It's just not evenly distributed. That's what the science fiction author William Gibson thought. Governments seem to agree with him. They're always looking overseas for inspiration, asking themselves which other countries have solved this problem. But we think they could be looking closer to home. We think there are lessons to learn from airlines, ride-hailing services, corporate payroll schemes and even fast food restaurants. Is big, dramatic, disruptive thinking the only way to tackle policy-making? Absolutely not! In most cases, incremental improvement is the answer. The steady and systematic betterment of the service, learning by experience and data. But when travel was revolutionised in the 1880s, it was not by creating a marginally improved horseshoe. And it was not a blacksmith who came up with the motor car but an engineer, Carl Benz. And I note that in today's urban commutes, it will not be engineers who improve travel times or efficiency as much as the programmers of the artificial intelligence software that cars will use to communicate with each other and optimise road usage. And so too, today's policy changes will need the widest range of experience to beat the trade-offs. We have thousands of client conversations every day with different businesses. We are used to taking the best of one sector and applying the learning to another. We see the benefits of disruptive technology and new business models. You can Google our latest report, Reimagine Public Policy, in which we present 16 ideas to transform public policy. And I want to highlight just a few examples. Let's reimagine healthcare. Our clients often improve services by focusing on the customer. When airlines wanted to reduce their costs and looked at the cost of baggage handling, they never told any passenger they couldn't check a bag into the hold. They didn't force any customer to take fewer clothes, to pack smaller bags, or to carry them through the airport. They didn't design and sell luggage specifically designed to fit into their lockers. All they did was unbundle the service they offered. They charged a different price to people who wanted to take more luggage. They used pricing to change behaviour. The customer remained in control and the airline spent significantly less on lifting bags which turned out to be less necessary than we thought. Air travel uses less labour per journey than it did. That's a productivity improvement, gained simply by focusing on what really mattered to the customer and offering a wider range of options. In Reimagine Healthcare, Jason Parker applies that thinking to our beloved NHS. Now, he is not recommending charging cash at the point of delivery. That just doesn't work in Britain. But what if we all got a budget at the start of each year? Our own personal slice of the NHS budget, which we control ourselves. Of course, it would have to be needs-based. If you have long-term conditions, your budget is bigger. But you can decide how to use it. Then we could say, a doctor's appointment at 8am costs more than one at 11am. One at 7pm costs still more than that. Without forcing anyone out of the peak time slots, we could decide how important it was for us to have an appointment before work. Missed appointments cost the NHS almost a billion pounds per year. If we pay this notional money at the time we book an appointment, we're more likely to turn up. And just like airline passengers, I think our behaviour would quickly change. And that could mean our NHS could become more efficient, but without rationing, without fining people, and without cuts. I hope these ideas have proved of interest. We use these techniques every day in our advice to corporate clients. Why can't this kind of thinking work for post-Brexit Britain? The ideas are not fully-fledged policy documents. We'll leave that to the experts. But we're trying to consider the obvious flaws and take them on. It may be that despite our testing, there are good reasons why the ideas won't work. In which case, please tell us. The best thing that can happen to a bad idea is to kill it quickly. But if the idea shows promise, tell us that too. We'd love to be a part of bringing it to life.
0: that was a big tent idea from Mark Essex of KPMG. He'll be back with more on prisons and welfare in later episodes. If you have a big tent idea you'd like to get out there, get in touch and save the date of the 15th of June, where we'll be discussing plenty more of them. Thanks for listening.